Did you know that within you is the most powerful force that has ever existed? The challenge is that we have forgotten who we really are. My mission is to awaken you to understand that what you believe on a subconscious level creates everything in your life and in the world. Energy, thoughts, feelings, patterns, all of it is created by our beliefs and our experiences can be positive or negative. Life doesn't just happen to or for you, it happens from you. Join me on the journey to discover what the eternal truth is within you that sets you free at the deepest level possible. It all starts Hello and welcome to the Truth Method Podcast. I am Claudette, your host, and this week we're going to talk about how to stop worrying about what others think about you. I'm one of those people that used to appear really strong on the outside to overcompensate for the puddle of mess I was on the inside. Insecure wasn't even an adequate description for how I felt about myself. You wouldn't have known it, though. And can you relate to this? Have you ever pretended to be okay when you're actually not? Together on the outside, but going through a completely different experience on the inside, it became exhausting. My overcompensation tool of choice was anger. I used to walk around saying things like, I won't start it, but I sure as heck will finish it. I could cut off relationships so fast and it was all to protect my fragile heart that felt crushed underneath the weight of a father that didn't want me and a mother that was absorbed by rejection. In kindergarten, I remember one time I tried out for a play and learned all the parts only to get the role of a tree swaying in the wind as I whispered to the actors and actresses on stage their lines because they didn't know them. Too young to understand what was going on, I formed the habit of contorting into what I thought other people wanted me to be. The problem with this is what they wanted me to be changed all the time according to their mood, and it was impossible for me to keep up. This began my problem with worrying about what other people thought about me. There was something in me screaming to get out. I wanted my true self to rise. She was wounded, hurt, scared, but she cried to be released from the self-imposed cage I had placed her in. You see, it was too scary for me to show her to the world. Any time in the past when I became my true self, I experienced rejection again and again, and it seemed to be proof that I needed to hide. I wanted to protect her and keep her safe, and I didn't realize I was starving her from living the life she was meant to live. That would be me living fully. Fast forward into adulthood and another thousand reasons why I had hit the real me until one day I had enough. I was tired and my give a shit went down the road. In all honesty, though, I was still worried about what other people thought about me. My biggest challenge was that I wanted to be liked and accepted, and who doesn't? We don't want to walk around all the time with people disliking us. I'd always had a drive within me to share the deeper spiritual things, and this started at a very young age. 
I knew the world was more than just what the eye could behold, right? But when I would start to talk about this with many friends, their eyes would glaze over when they stare off into the sky, or the opposite would happen, and they would just politely distance themselves. I've had that happen quite a bit, but I don't stop. Because when you discover the truth, you are compelled to continue to share it, even if the message isn't received right away. I didn't know then what I know now. And the truth scared my ego to death. I had to switch from taking everything personally when someone distanced themselves to me to just being authentically who I am and understanding resonance. I give a shit for others at a very deep level. I just can't give a shit whether I'm liked or not if I have acted in honor was trustworthy, truthful, and willing to keep the conversation going to resolve any differences. Of course, we love to be liked in the general sense of the term. But if I have acted kindly and someone still doesn't think too highly of me, the next thing I do is get truth about what I believe that helped create that situation. Why do I do this? Everything that I believe emits a wavelength that goes out into the world seeking a frequency match. This is one of the secrets of creation. It doesn't matter if what I believe is good or bad. It just seeks the match and then a new experience is formed based on that. If I'm not being accepted, there is something in me creating that. For instance, in the past, I had a couple of friends and I got rejected by them. And it really, really hurt. And this just happened two, three years ago. And what that taught me is I couldn't blame them for it. I had to actually turn inward to me and dig out the fear of rejection. I did this by accessing truth and the truth rose within me. And before I knew it, I was free from it. And I knew I wouldn't create that situation in my life ever again. And I haven't. But instead of getting upset with them, I turned inward and grew. And isn't that a much more positive way to look at things instead of blaming others? And it puts the control back in your hands for your growth. We can't blame others really for anything. But Claudette, you'd say they're acting this way or that way or they always do this. The first thing I would say to do is let's get the truth about that and then watch them change in front of you. Because remember, everything is resonance. Nothing is really ever random in this world. We're in a beautiful mathematical equation of resonance and frequency and things matching and happening based on that. And that can be real scary at first because we don't want to take responsibility for everything, do we? But this is your first step and my first step to growing and evolving. I can own my part of the puzzle, right? And so can you. And when we do this, we grab hold of destiny and ride it into magnificence. This is what we're doing. So let's dive deeper into why we care so much about what other people think. And wouldn't you like to get to the place that you felt unshakable and confident in your connection to the divine within to the point that whatever happens to you, You know who you are and you can stand in truth, even if people are speaking negatively about you. 
own your part for any mistakes made, apologize, try to clear it up, and if it continues, resonance, you'll literally be separated from them. Will they ever come back into your life? Who knows? But if you can trust the divine within you 100%, then you know that you don't have to worry what other people think because you're acting in honor, in truth. Just saying that feels like freedom on my tongue. And this is a journey I had to take for the past 28 years of seeking, finding, and practicing truth. So what are some of the reasons that we may care about what others think to the point that is disturbing, worrisome, or it could cause anxiety? Anxiety steals our peace. It is not our friend. So let's go over a few of these things and discuss the solutions with them. First, let's talk about instinct. It is instinct to be concerned about what other people think. Go back to caveman, cavewoman times, or even dark ages for that matter. If you were part of a village and you were kicked out, what would happen during the winter? Now, if you were a guy and you were a hunter, you might be able to make it. But if you had never hunted and you were a woman and all you did was, you know, was raise children and you and your kids are kicked out, the chances of surviving a cold winter was very slim. So, of course, you cared about what other people thought because you wanted to stay accepted and safe. I get it. The next reason is we seek approval from others. We're always looking for feedback on really who we are. And until we begin to awaken spiritually, that's all we do is consider the feedback of everyone around us. And while feedback is important, we look at it differently. I don't look at feedback as the gospel of who I am. I look at it as what I'm believing and what I'm in resonance with. And how can I use that feedback to continue to grow and evolve and have truth rise in my consciousness? That's the difference. So if someone approves you from the outside, this can help our self-esteem, but it can only be temporary. They might have a great opinion of you at first and then a not so great one. What happens to your self-esteem when they change their mind, right? So this is too fragile. You need something more consistent within yourself, something of higher authority. Now, our self-esteem goes out the window when someone disapproves of us because it's based on the other person's opinion, and that opinion can change, and it could even change based on a misunderstanding. Do you see how fragile that is? And if they have a certain thought or belief system that causes them to pull away and not even discuss the problem, well, where are you then? You're nowhere right? And now you're left feeling terrible about yourself and you can't even talk to the person. I have had this happen. I've had people that I call friends completely cut me off because we had difference of opinions or thoughts. And you know what? Really what I seek is to be able to be my authentic self. And even when you see my weakness or or you see me down or you see me struggling or going through a period of growth, Can you love me anyway? Isn't that what we're all looking for? And I know I offer that to other people. So the closest people in my life, I expect that in return. It's just a mutual thing that we've agreed upon. How do you combat seeking approval from others? Just say to yourself this, 
I am approved by God. Nothing can change this. Take a deep breath and say it one more time. I'm approved by God. Nothing can change this. Now, as you breathe that in, doesn't that feel like a relief a little bit? And the more you say it, the more your subconscious will begin to believe it. And if you believe it, then you'll be in union with creation within you because you are part of creation. And of course, you're approved. It's just our ego that tries to get us to believe that we are not. We may also seek approval from other people or worry about what other people think when we have a fear of being alone. I won't be loved. I'll be alone. I I will never be liked. One of the beliefs I used to have and had to get rid of a couple years ago when I lost those two friends was I will always end up alone. Everyone leaves me. It sounds so sad when I say it, but it doesn't resonate with me anymore because I am never alone. The presence of the creator of truth has risen in me to such a degree that I literally feel a fullness radiating out of me. I never feel alone, even when I am alone. And that's just a beautiful gift because when we reunite back with the originating spirit, the originating energy of creation, and our conscious awareness is on that, we find fulfillment. And that is what everyone is secretly looking for, whether we even know it or not. We just desire to be fulfilled. And speaking of being alone, up until my divorce, which happened in 2018, I didn't want to be alone at all. After dating a bit, we became separated and we both dated. I stepped back and got to know another part of myself. It was the alone part. She isn't so bad either. Where I would have occupied myself with dating or being so busy socially with travel, going out to dine all the time, I decided to stay in and really dig deeper into truth and who I am. Something fabulous happened in me. The truth began to fill those holes in my heart, and I never feel empty. Now I know with such a conviction within my soul that I am never alone, and the truth will never leave me. And you can have that conviction too. It's a matter of seeking truth and moving into believing it. Here's another one, fear of rejection or abandonment. These are two really big things. And they're two of the main reasons that we're concerned about what other people think. We're trying to stay ahead of the game and not experience these two painful emotions. One way to counter a fear of rejection is to say, rejection is an illusion. God never rejects me and truth is what matters. I'm going to say that again. Rejection is an illusion. God never rejects me, and truth is what matters. In abandonment, I am never left or forsaken. This is literally the promise of the Creator. We are never left or forsaken. We can't be because all of us are one with creation. When you're one with something, you could run to the ends of the earth, and it is still with you. You cannot escape it. And there's, there's a poem that Blake 
talked about where you go to the height of the mountain or the depth of the sea, and there the truth is. It's a beautiful poem, but it's true. When you're literally one with something, you can't separate it. Your very essence is made of God. It's who we are. It doesn't matter what your religion is. Literally, the creation created you. And ultimately, everyone will awaken to understand this. Now, we're at different states of being and understanding, and that's okay too. We all have different religions, but ultimately, guess what? There's a divine plan that unfolds in you, and nothing can mess it up, not even yourself. Isn't that comforting? It was for me. So the truth is always present, and we are one. When fear rises, just go, no more. I renounce your power over me. See, fear is an energy that steals your love, power, and clarity. This is why confusion comes in. Anytime you have confusion, there's fear, right? And you can't receive guidance when you're frozen in fear. The guidance will help you navigate your reactions and experiences around other people. And here's another one. Have you ever just gone out into public and you're concerned about what others think, and you don't even know these people. Like, what is up with that? Well, it's a resonance thing. All of your beliefs are going out, and it's almost like you're looking at the people that you pass by and seeing if there's resonance. And this is done on a subconscious level. And you might get an acknowledgement. You might get a rejection. However they act, Even when you don't know them, just know it is all linked to belief systems within yourself. So you can get truth on one belief or another belief, but we have whole belief constructs in our being that create everything that we experience in life. We literally are the only ones to change. And so when I realized this, I started going out into public And looking at when I was triggered or I felt insecure or my confidence waned and I started just getting truth on demand, like just going, okay, what was that about? What do I believe? What's the truth? And those are just the two very basic steps of what we do. We keep it very simple in the truth act, but it definitely is a practice of unfolding and evolving. And so The presence of source is something that we will begin to practice and become aware of as we go out into public. So do you acknowledge and connect to peace before you head out? Women have a tendency to look around and notice people even more so than men because we're looking for safety. And so this is really, really important, especially I know when I've dressed up, I've gone out to eat with a group of friends, it's always nice to go, oh, you look great, right? You look beautiful. And if someone doesn't compliment you or they actually say, oh, I don't think that dress fits you right, how do you feel as a woman? It's kind of mortified and you'll never wear that outfit again. Now, I've grown past that because I'm like, if I love something and it feels comfortable, I'm going to wear it, right? But it used to just mortify me. I would donate that piece of (laughs) clothing faster than you could say anything. And so I was really concerned about what other people thought at that time. 
But if I'm not approving myself, I won't find approval in the world. If I'm rejecting myself, I will find others through resonance on a subconscious level that will be more than happy to reject me. If I have a fear of abandonment, that will come to me too. It's all about frequency. If I judge myself or others, guess what? I'll get judged. And if I hate myself, I will experience situations that make me angry and fuel that hate. This is how it works, and this is why it's super important we work on ourselves first. Most people are only looking at you through the filter of how they believe you are looking at them. How we are concerned about what other people think, just turn the, put the shoe on the other foot. That other person is just as concerned. So most everyone is walking around really more concerned about themselves than anyone else. And this is part of the divine plan. It's part of the growth. But the ego gets us to be very, very concerned about ourselves at first until our true self is solidified. And of course, we love and take care of ourselves, but we are concerned about others also, just as equally. There's a saying, love others as you love yourself. It is in direct proportion. I could use some of the modern cliches that we use when we're trying to encourage someone and say, oh, you know, you don't know what other people are actually thinking and it isn't your business to know anyway what their opinion is of you, but really this won't help. It doesn't change the concern you have at a deep level in your being. It doesn't change the fact that creation is mimicking and mirroring you in the outside world. And that fear or sinking feeling that you won't be liked is still there until the truth comes in. If I may share with you how I look at things now and see if it resonates with you. You know, I tell people, you don't have to believe everything I say. Please question it and study. But does it resonate with you? Because when we hear truth, we know it in our hearts. This really is a journey about your perception of you shifting to your true self. Everything that we experience in this outer world, the uncomfortable things, sometimes the atrocities are all meant to point us inward to the one power of creation. There is no other. And this isn't about a religion either. This works beautifully with science, but it is about what just is. I say I am, God is, and that's it. It just is. And when we join with this created energy, it's like we've found another piece of ourselves, the most important part. And we start to find joy and peace in that. So the question is, are we kind to others? If we honor each other and are kind, the next thing to do is ask for wisdom and truth as to why we're so concerned about what other people think. I did something and I challenge you to do it And I'm going to go into a podcast deeper into this in the future. But I stood in front of the mirror for seven days and seven times each day. I said to myself, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I love you and thank you. Because I know I'm part of the divine plan. I'm growing and I had to stop beating myself up, right? So that I could continue to grow. It was a prayer of forgiveness to me, for me, and by me. 
And when we fear what other people think, it can become debilitating or in the very least anxiety ridden and not fun. I shifted the need to be needed by others or approved by others. And I became prayerful about my interaction with everybody. So I'm going to share with you a prayer that I had written and used myself and see if it will cause you to experience more freedom for this topic in worrying or being concerned about what other people think. Take a moment and place your hand on your heart as you hear these words. And I ask for the truth to write all of these words on your heart for your freedom and the release from worrying about what other people think. Repeat this as much as needed until your subconscious mind accepts your new proclamation. So let's begin. Just take a deep breath and just listen to my words. I now acknowledge I am one with truth, the originating spirit. I'm defined and approved by truth. I move into the knowledge that everyone is a reflection of me echoing my beliefs. I give my power to no one and draw upon the infinite source of all from within my being. The creator in me never antagonizes the creator in anyone else. I walk in and embody love. I ask for understanding for all I encounter and ask that my eyes be opened to truth. Someone else's thoughts of me are just feedback. I correct all actions as needed and rely on truth to affirm my identity. I'm not fragile and the power within me is mighty. I change my mind and it is so. I unfriend anxiety and become friends with the spirit of truth. Peace fills my soul. The truth rises in my being now and so it is. Take a deep breath. And I just want to share with you in the Truth Method app, which can be accessed by going to truthmethod.com, which is a website. And we have a subscription page with four different levels. The first one being complimentary. The next three taking you onto journeys into your power, into your freedom and peace that passes all understanding. We move into the awareness of being one with the presence of creation. Concerns fade and confidence rises as you walk hand in hand. Truth is like having an advisor with you 24-7. Come join us on this beautiful journey into power, love, and awakening. And I don't think you'll ever worry again about what other people think. You'll just act in an honorable way. Have a great week, and I'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to the Truth Method podcast. If you liked what you heard, please rate, review, and share with your friends. And if you haven't already, subscribe to get notifications for new episodes. Check out my YouTube channel where you have access to podcasts and other videos. I welcome your feedback, and we are always here for you. Reach out to me directly through truthmethod.com 